The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Eager to get my hands on this because, as I've mentioned a million and one times, I was using the iPhone 14 Pro Max, which is the biggest of the iPhones of last year's range. And this year I opted to go for the Pro to test it out. And straight away, you notice that it's a smaller model. So it's a 6.1 inch OLED screen versus 6.7 inch. So, yeah. so it's slightly bigger than the the original yeah. iPhone, yes. but not as big as the big ones. Not as big as the big ones. And I thought I would be bereft leaving the Pro Max screen because I watch a lot of content on my phone. I do a lot of work from my phone, but the 6.1 inch screen just fits so well in the hand. Uh, this model is also made of titanium. And it is incredibly lightweight in the hand. Again, I got so used to having that tablet-like phone uh, for such a long time. But uh, straight out of the box, it looks like a standard iPhone. Some people, uh, I've seen some of the reviewers in the US saying that it's almost a boring design now because it's the same thing time and again. But I like it a lot. You'll see straight away the peak brightness. It's a 2000 nit peak brightness when you're outside, which means, you know, if it's a bright, sunny day, Mm -hmm. imagine if we had a bright, sunny day. Try and imagine that. Uh, You don't have to struggle to see your screen. It can absolutely deal with it. They've also introduced the Dynamic Island, which is one of my favourite features of the 14 Pro Max uh, to the top of this screen. And basically it's an action centre. So say, for example, I'm listening to you on the Go Loud app or if I'm listening to Spotify or whatever it is and I go to reply to an email, I just tap the uh, speaker part of my phone. So where your ear goes when you're making a phone call, I tap that and it'll bring me back into the app that's running in the background. It's very, very slick. Okay. Uh, one thing I don't like... There's always something with me. Uh, They've replaced the uh, volume mute slider on the left side of the phone with what's called an action button. Uh, And this action button in theory sounds great because you can program it to either put your phone on silent or loud or you can uh, trigger the camera or you can customise it essentially, having it as a long press button to do whatever it is you want to do. But I have found myself getting so frustrated because when I'm out and about listening to music or listening to the radio or whatever it is and I go to turn the volume up, I end up multi- pressing that new action button multiple times, and triggering the action and not up increasing the volume. not increasing the volume. It's a pain. Um, Ian Redmond, who was in this morning talking about alcohol, he said he's opted for the, uh, the, the 15 Pro yeah. because of the optical zoom. He was going to the sphere to see you 2 in action. Yes. And he said the pictures he got were remarkable. Yeah, it's so funny. I uh, The pictures and the videos that I got from uh, the U2 gig when I was at Sphere, people were saying to me, God, what camera were you using? They were convinced that I was using, you know, a long lens camera or professional um, SLR. I wasn't. I was using an iPhone and the camera on the 15 Pro, it's the same as the 15 Pro Max aside from the telephoto lens. So you do have the optical zoom on this. It's only up to three uh, versus I think it's five on the big one. The main camera is 24 megapixels uh, and then the full capture is 48 megapixels as well. The zoom on this is incredible. I do. I get the Lewis into work every day. And uh, when you go over the bridge at Ranala, you can see the dome of one of the churches in uh, Rathmines. And being able to zoom in to see the little cross at the very, very top that your eye, that my eye certainly can't really pick up, the detail, the clarity, the crispness of this, you're not getting that blur. You know the way sometimes on some phones when you zoom in, it looks a bit fuzzy? That does not happen at all with this phone. So if you care about cameras, the two best phones of this year, in my opinion, are the uh, iPhone 15 Pro 
and then by default the Pro Max and then the Google Pixel 8 Pro. They're two phones we've had in the studio in the last few weeks and in my opinion they're the best phones of the year. Now the questions we'll flash through them uh, from G thinking of getting a present for my husband it's between the Remarkable and the Kindle Scribe leaning to the Scribe which? I would go for the Kindle Scribe just because of the I suppose multifunctionality of it. Um, I know of some people who've bought the Remarkable and found that it is very good for note-taking, but that's all it does. Whereas with the Kindle, there's a bit more you can do with it. I haven't tested it myself. Hopefully we'll get one in the studio very soon. But uh, if it was me, I would go for the Kindle Scribe. I need to replace my Huawei computer. I need a PC with at least 14 to 16 inch screen. I use Photoshop and Lightroom and process large up to 46 megabit uh, photography files. I want something with a large amount of RAM and uh, storage. What do you recommend? Both Apple and Windows computers please. That's from Paula. So if you go for an Apple computer, um, you can't go wrong, really, because they are built exactly for what what it is that you want it to do. Um, I would look at the new uh, Mac range. We had it on the show here a few weeks ago. We were talking through that new M chip, which is incredibly powerful and would deal with your different high intensity programs that you've mentioned there with great ease. In terms of Windows options, I would look at Dell. Dell are notorious for building the heavy duty machines that are built to last. Um, so go in, have a look around. The good thing with Dell, particularly online, is that you can customise the spec. So if you know that you want a certain um, amount of RAM or whatever it is, you can go in and customise your own machine, which I would I mean, highly those recommend. Those are big files. 46 megabytes is a lot of, uh, a lot of data speed, yeah. that you're going to be playing around with. Uh, the Fitbit Charge 6, is it as good as the Apple Watch for heart monitoring? Um, it does have the same ECG technology inside that the uh, Apple Watch would have. Um, the good thing with the Fitbit watches now is that they have the um, the all the Google technology. Google and Fitbit are they are one and the same now. So you're getting great functionality in terms of a smartwatch, but it does have that high intensity, um, very high level med tech built in. So absolutely, yeah. And the good thing is, it's a fraction of the cost of the Apple Watch as well. I'm thinking about getting a refurbed iPad and Apple Pencil for recording data in my work. I'm not an Apple person. I use Android, but I currently record data by filling out standardised forms using a clipboard, paper and pen. So maybe it's time to join the 21st century. Can you recommend an iPad that would do the job? Doesn't need to be high powered as this is the only job it will have to do. I want something that's still supported by Apple software and will not break the bank. That's from Denise and Wicklow. Yeah, this is the exact job that the iPad is excellent for. I think getting a refurbished iPad is the way to go. Go on to the Apple website. If you click through, so if you go to apple.ie, it'll bring you to the Irish website. Click through to the refurbished section and you will get the basic iPad. So not the iPad Air or the iPad Pro. Go for the basic iPad uh, and then get a refurbished pencil as well and it will absolutely do the job for you. Uh, another one. I have the 15 Pro and I don't find the battery great at all. I'm getting about four and a half hours of screen time out of it. What? Charging to 80% and after four and a half hours it's below 20%. Is that okay? Absolutely not. Go back to where you bought that. That is a serious issue. Go into your um, settings, go to general, hit software update, see if there are any software patches due. I had to do an update on my phone when it arrived, uh, but that is absolutely not the case. I think they're saying that you should get around 36 hours of um, screen time on this phone. So that that is not normal at all. Another one. Please ask Jess to recommend a basic laptop and a basic iPad for a 74-year-old lady with limited technological ability. Cost is not an issue, but what does it cost extra to have these items set up? 
Um, so some of the stores are great and will offer that facility for, you know, a, a nominal fee. Um, I think it does depend on the store that you go to. Um, I would look at a Chromebook. I know I talk about them all the time, but they are very basic, very easy to use. They're not too heavy, not too arduous to interact with. Uh, look at HP or Asus. In terms of the iPad, again, go to the basic iPad. It's a 10.1 inch screen. Very easy to use. Uh, you can set it up with no great hassle at all. Um, and if you go into one of the big retailers and explain the situation, I would like to think that they would help set it up for you. All right, Jess, there we have to leave it. News Talks technology correspondent Jess Kelly. And that's all we have time for. A reminder that our items from today are uploaded as podcasts, which you can listen to on the News Talk app powered by GoLoud. Just search for The Pat Kenny Show. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.